Welcome to Magician on a Shoestring, the podcast, with your host, Gareth. Hello and good morning. It is me, Gareth. I am back on a on a semi-bright, overcast Thursday morning here in the UK. Just thought I'd give you guys some more updates and information on what's going on. But before we do that, I would like to first of all say uh, thank you to Chris Edwards Magic. If you go onto Google, type in Chris Edwards Magic, you'll find this wonderful guy who does a lovely review show, mostly towards mentalism, but I think he does a little bit of normal magic as well, which is kind of cool. And it's stuff that he works and uses, so you're getting a very good in-depth review. He also has a, a secret access site as well, so if you are a magician, uh, you can pop over there if you're already friends of him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, um, chances are he'll bring you straight into the group. Now, the idea of his group, it's not really an exposure group, but it's an area where he can go into a little bit more detail about the magic reviews he's doing, which I kind of like. He's not really giving away deep, dark secrets, but it's allowing him to be a little bit more in-depth because obviously when you're reviewing a magic product, uh, you've got to be a bit careful because it is YouTube is a public forum, so it is quite possible people could stumble or search for this effect. Maybe a magician's done it and, oh, now it's done, you know, and they can do a search. And obviously if Chris gives too much information on the videos, it's going to hurt the the people that make the effects now, which he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to get into any trouble, you know, and I don't blame him. But at least with the secret access group where he can control it more, it will allow him to go a little bit more in depth and help you with your magical purchasing decision. So I think that's a really good, really good thing he's trying to do there. And I say fair play to him and uh, go onto his YouTube channel, subscribe, like, hit that notification bell. Whatever they do on YouTube nowadays, I don't know. But anyway, that's my shout-out down to lovely Chris. So hi, Chris. Hope you're doing good, man. Uh, so as for myself personally, I've not really had a huge amount of time to sort of even practice any magic. I'm carrying what is... We had this on the group a little while ago. Basically, I've got this tactical pouch. That's what it's called. If you want to find one, go on to Amazon, type in tactical pouch, and you can find these very nice, fairly decent size, attaches to your belt, allows you to basically use extra pockets and I've been using mine for work because it, it's a good size it doesn't get in the way it's a little bit less obtrusive than say uh say like a, you know a little mini backpack or fanny pack as I think the guys in the states use it uh we call it like a mini backpack or something and um I can sort of clip this and in that I can carry most of my work stuff but in the other pockets I do carry some billets a small pencil a sharpie a deck of cohorts and obviously some envelopes, bits and pieces, you know, all the stuff you'd carry for doing it. The idea was that if I've got a bit of time, I could go and sneak off, do a bit of practicing and come back. It hasn't really worked out that way because uh, the only place I can really sneak off to is, is the car park and go and sit in the car. And then by, basically by that time, I've usually got the phone on, I'm watching a Lewis Laval video or a Christopher D video or a Jack video and just trying to catch up. So I have been doing a lot of watching and absorbing of magic uh, magic methods, ideas, concepts, performances. I'm slowly working my way through the 1940. I think I've I may have nearly bought everything they've got. Not quite. I still need to get hold of Revelations by Lewis Duval because apparently that's supposed to be a very good way of, you've got the information, how do you reveal it in the most powerful way possible? So that is what I am looking at at the moment, but I've really got to curb my spending. I'm still supposed to be buying uh, Spidey's ABC because that's another great immense effect, which I've been told is well worth having. 
Uh, that's going to have to wait, not this month, but probably next month because I need to allow my uh, personal bank account because obviously me and my wife, we have a, a main account for all the bills and then we have our own little, little separate accounts, which is where we do our spending from. Mine is completely depleted. I have used mine all up. It's all gone. Yeah, my fault because I bought a load of magic and I also had to buy some vaping stuff as well. Because as you guys know, I'm an electronic cigarette user or vapor. And uh, I still like to vape even now, you know, even after 12, 13 years since it came out back in 2005, 2006, um, I still vape, you know, I didn't, I enjoy, I was, un, I was unfortunately one of these people that actually enjoyed smoking, uh, but I prefer the vaping more because of less damage to the lungs and that, so I still have to occasionally buy vaping stuff, supplies, coils, e-liquid, all that lovely stuff, if you're a vapor, you'll know all about it, if you're not a vapor, don't worry about it, you know, if you don't, if you don't smoke, don't vape, that's my motto. So, yeah, so I am still trying to squeeze my way through um, at the moment. Um, I seem to have been slightly going crazy in stationery stores or Ryman's, as we call it, or uh, the works. Um, basically looking for things like billets, uh, post-it notes. I've even got a corner cutter now. I've got some little small pay envelopes. I've got some little plastic storage envelopes. So, yeah, I've um, I found for mentalists, uh, we don't really use the magic shops as much. We tend to go to stationery stores. So, yeah, I've just been just getting some stuff ready. Oh, yeah, my um, thanks again. This is another for thank you to Chris. My TCC uh, switching wallet, or sorry, Himba wallet, has I've been using at the moment, or playing around with at the moment. Kind of like it. The only downside is, is that the billets I use are too big for the inner pockets, but they're fine for the outer ID pockets. <laughs> yeah, go figure. So, yeah, so I think my next lot of um, billets are going to actually have to be business card size, not this slightly bigger size. Though The slightly bigger size I've got here from Ryman's, which was recommended to me by the guys over at the 1914. It's big and it's okay, but for this wallet, it's really designed for normal business cards. So if you are looking at the TCC Himba wallet version 2... Uh, just make sure you're just using normal, um, I would say, credit card size and below billets uh, because anything bigger will be a pain. And I've also been running off the corner of my billets as well. Just for some reason, don't know why, don't ask me. It's just one of those things. I kind of love the look of the rounded corner billet because I find for me, slides into the wallet a lot easier. I think the rounded corners just help with that thing because sometimes the corners can be very sharp and pointy they catch on the inner material and you're trying to jam the bloody thing in but i found since i've been rounding off the corners zero problems with insertion who are misses so yeah uh definitely worth if you guys have a run around get yourself a four millimeter corner clipper they're really cheap uh Moen, every time you turn it over leaks out little bits of corners but hey ho it was only a cheap one from um the range over in slough which is just down the road for me but if you look online you can get tons of them they're brilliant and it's worth doing. Also found the 4mm, very, very good for making a corner clipped card. So if you have some playing cards, and uh, uh, one of the things I do with playing cards is I like the thick card, which is where it's two, two cards glued together. I think it was based on a, a project I saw over at the Big Blind Media. Uh, he did a, one of the guys there did this really nice project about using a thick card, because some people use a short card. But I am slowly trying to push myself to using a short corner card because then if somebody uh, waterfalls or does any shuffling, it won't get noticed. If you put your thumb in exactly the right place, you can then find that short corner very quickly, which is handy for locating a predetermined or chosen card. You can then cut it to the top, cut it to the bottom. Yeah, I think you get my drift on that one. I think it is covered in uh, one of my big favourite books, of course, is the uh, Mark Wilson Complete Course in Magic book. 
there is so much commercial stuff out there which seems to be in that book. It's quite amazing. Sometimes I think it's worth, you know, I don't say we should bury ourselves in the past, but there's a lot of information that's already out there which has been put into these uh, ancient tombs. And sometimes it's nice to find those, dig them out, and get the effects working again, which is what I think a lot of creators will do as well. You know, they will go back to very, very old principles, which have basically fallen out of favour. Then wham, bam, it's the latest fad. You know, it's uh, quite crazy in the world of magic. Uh, but of course, it's getting time to do that, of course. So, yeah, so I've got a little stationary drawer at the moment, which has got uh, all sorts. I'm just looking at it at the moment. That's why I keep going out. I've even got some. Uh, one of my local shops does these really cheap, they're called plastic coated playing cards and I've got no idea who makes them because there is actually no manufacturer on them. They are literally just called plastic coated playing cards. They are bridge size, classic bridge back, but they're not actually bad cards. And for mentalism, pretty handy actually, I have to admit. You know, I know they say you should always use poker style decks, but um, for me personally, whatever deck does the trick, if it's slightly bigger, slightly smaller, I'm just... Try not to be one of those card snobs now, you know, it's not a bit... Oh, I just found uh, Craig Petty's forecast here with the gimmicks. Uh, yes, very nice envelopes. I have to say, one thing about the 1914, their packaging is absolutely beautiful. They really do spend some time trying to get it all right. I'm just going to see if all the gimmicks are in the EX. Yeah, I need to carry that around. Yeah, I'm still trying to learn the um, stack mnemonica or forecast, as it's called. Basically, um, Craig Petty's masterclass on this is really just ways of using it how to get it into your memory and then he has like three self-working routines that just require the deck to be in the stack another three which require you to use these special cards and then the other three are for when you've perfectly memorized every single card in every single location so yeah i'm still working on that but that for me is um it's not a rush i'm not rushing to do that at the moment there's other things i need to learn and get down so uh yeah still doing all that right we're nearly going to be hitting 10 minutes of a podcast which i think my podcast seems to be getting longer a little bit worried about that uh, oh just found my old tcc uh wallet hey i'm finding stuff in here that i thought i chucked in here as well it's amazing what you stash away in places i have to admit so yes yeah, so that's really all i've been up to i've not really done too much in the way of magical practice either and it's just one of the things that does bugbear me is practice and doing it i carry this stuff around with me to practice it's just really getting that time and moment to do it but uh, hopefully if things change at work and i can get more more shifts at legoland it might make it a bit easier in the evenings definitely and the troubles with me evenings are very busy because while i sit watching tv i'm usually sitting there wasting time on youtube we're well, not wasting time but I reckon about 20%, no, I reckon about 60% of the videos I watch I don't actually need to watch. So I'm trying to now be a little bit more focused on actually watching the videos I already have downloaded on my tablets and learning the magic and mentalism. But until then, guys, I'm going to let you go. I've wasted 10 minutes of your life, which you will never get back. Haha, <laughs> there we go. There's a trick for you. And hopefully I'll be chatting to you all very soon. And if not, I'll see you over on the Facebooks, Twitters. Not always Magic Cafe, occasionally, but I'll see you around on those places. And uh, yeah, enjoy, have fun, and I'll see you next time. Okay then, guys, let's roll out that intro, outro, whatever. Uh, it's early morning. Uh, goodbye. Thank you for listening to Magician on a Shoestring, the podcast. I will catch you all on the next episode. So until then, bye for now.